So, dude, David, this is the last one of the season, season finale. I did not do, I did not do a football minute this week. I think we're gonna throw anything at you. Gonna say whatever you want to. I got a gong. Second, you right got a, you have too. a gong you you've had a gong this whole time and you haven't told me i didn't I just, <laughs> I just kind of brought it down from the attic <laughs> all right Can you hear that? yeah i fucking heard that <laughs> okay give me give me give me three good bongs and i'll start the show tell me when you're ready i'm fucking ready <laughs> Yeah, baby, you climbed the mountain and now you're at the mountaintop fighting for big gold in the finals of your championship bracket. You made all the right moves. You made all the right pickups and drops. And you beat everybody else except that one man standing across the aisle. And you don't know who he's going to have playing quarterback at his place, but you will know that you're going to be in the sausage hunt for one more week with your buddies, your two favorite pals coming at you from the sausage hut, from the sausage hut sports network, from the deepest, funkiest part of the forest and everywhere in between. Taking the gloves off, we're taking the ties off, we're taking the sports jackets off, we're taking the dress shoes off, we're gonna sit in the living room with the plush carpets, we're gonna have a buffet right next to us, we're gonna drink everything we want, we're gonna wear pinky rings and see who's standing after the Rochambeau tournament. And the leader of the Rochambeau tournament's gotta be Michi. I cannot spell Rochambeau, Rochambeau, but I think it's kind of like burgundy color and you put it in an apple juice glass. I could be wrong. <laughs> Mr. Kilbasa, championship week in fantasy football, baby. Or consolation match week. <laughs> or a consolation. You know, you get this far, anything could happen. Congratulations to people who played last weekend. Congratulations to people who won last weekend. If you listen to yours truly, that would be Michi in the Rochambeau Bowl or whatever the hell you called it. Yeah. Then you're playing for a championship and you've had a good time. You tuned in one more time, not just for the happy scouting for 2020, not just for the, the laughs, the giggles, and all the good things that go on in our world that we share with you. No. You are here to hear what happened to Einstein and Michigan in their semifinal matchup in the PSL Pay Playoffs. And you are here to find out, my friends. A, how do I win my fantasy football championship? B, if I had a dollar, who would I put my dollar on? And C, Michigan, tell me who are touchdown makers so I can shock the world in my daily fantasy football. We are here for all of that, Mr. Kilbasa. 
has uh, a little bit of therapy maybe that he needs to work through. And Mr. Kibasa, it's been a pleasure doing fantasy football ferocity for these past four months. I've enjoyed the heck out of myself. I want to thank you. For everyone listening, we want to thank Mr. Kibasa. Let's give him one gong of approval. And 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 maybe we will do that later. No, we'll do that right now. One big gong, America, for Mr. Yeah, Kielbasa. the bring out the gong. <laughs> there you have it. You can use that a little more often, but he's a little slow on the uptake when he's anything but. If there's not a teaser for next season, I don't know what is. You mean Missy's gonna have a gong next season? You gotta tune in when we. Put the tent poles back up with the sausage hut fantasy football ferocity. But right now, we got tables full of pizza. We got fruit punch in the corner. We got big tubs iced down with beer and the whole crew's partying because this is it. All the interns are lined up around the big potato bar, America. The big potato bar, Oslo. You have them in Norway, I wonder. But uh, them fixings look pretty good. There's quite a bit of bacon on the side. It smells nice. Smells nice. Nothing like a big potato on a cold winter's evening. I'll tell you what. And it's not even winter yet. Mr. Kibasa. Yes, sir. Let me ask you a question. Ask me a question, Mishy. Sure. The question is, in our matchup in the semifinals fantasy football playoffs, you, I broke your heart, America. I broke Mr. Kibasa's heart. Oh. And this is the and this is the question: Have you recovered after a couple of days after that wicked, wicked beatdown? Have you recovered, and are you happy again as we speak? Everybody knows that Johnny Kibasa has no heart. <laughs> He's a heartless, heartless motherfucker. <laughs> But my back was broken. I bared my back to your villainy, and you whipped it and my left, left me scarred and bloodied. My left knee still hurts from going right through you back on that last pile drive. Oh, oh my goodness. It was yours from the get-go, Mishy. It was yours. America, in our matchup, as you know from last week, Mishy went with the quarterback roulette. Roulette, roulette, yeah, that's the one off on it, off, off on it. Maybe I can put that in my Chambord glass. Um, With your Rochambeau. That's the one, that, that, that too. And that's about the it for the French words, I know. Monsieur. The idea is that uh, I substituted my quarterbacks, I made some player changes, and I scored some touchdowns. Listening to uh, the Sausage Hut on a little rewind to double-check myself last week, Mr. Kielbasa. Missy was on fire. It was it's a beautiful thing when you get when you get down and you can you can just have a good time playing your friends in the fantasy playoffs because quite frankly you and I doing this sausage up we deserve to be there. You had a tough week and for those of you who did congratulations and uh, here's to the next chance. I have a big matchup in my game. Um, I'm playing against a super hot team, Mr. Kabasa. They scored a boatload of points. Because they have Lamar Jackson. Basically, everybody in America either has Lamar Jackson and they're in the finals, or they're going against Lamar Jackson in the finals. And I would be in the latter category. And I'm here to tell you that the Lamar Jackson is going to uh, the land, the time forgot, northern Ohio. 
and this could be a big matchup up there. And we'll talk about that as we go along. But yes, if you had Lamar Jackson, you had a great day. If you had the guts to put in Mr. Sanders in Philadelphia, you had a great day. If you listen to Michi and say, James Winston, James Winston, James Winston, you had a great day. And a number of other things that uh, go along with it. Mr. Kubak. You never yes, answer. Are you, has your heart healed? Are you ready to talk about week 16 in the National Football League? Week 16 in fantasy football. Tell me. I'm feeling a little insecure right now, and I need the <laughs> the warm blanket of reality wrapped around me, Michi. And you know, there's only one there's only one person that could make that happen. Now who's that, Mr. Kilboss? Is it is it is it the butcher? <sighs> It would be one more time. did not answer because I, I usually yeah. i usually don't call on time <laughs> i and called see, her well, at the exact minute that i told her i was going to call her we'll see if she comes back in a, a prompt johnny kilbasa is is not to be trifled with that's what i know <laughs> oh, people let's talk about fantasy football okay mr kilbasa yep we got uh, no thursday night football this week as you know are you a fan of thursday night football mr kilbasa I am. I am, Mishy. Because um, it's something to do on a Thursday. I I understand the the arguments about oh it's a bad game but i really don't i don't agree with it. it's something it's on it's on tv you don't have to watch every play unless your team's playing if your team's not playing you can put it on your second screen and just stream it not pay attention that much attention to it for a flip back and forth or do your picture in picture but remember before the nfl started going on thursday remember that college football thursday nights were the big deal um, if you say so, I don't. Uh, I only. I, I, I'm limited on my um, college football to Ivy League football, so they don't play on Thursday. So there you have it. They don't. I thought college football these days can play any day of the week. That schedule got thrown up in the air about 15 years ago. I know, but Thursday and, night's a fun night. I mean, Thursday nights people are a lot of people go out on Thursday nights. A lot of people like going to sports bars. It's a good excuse to go out and watch a game. Uh, you know, you can always find marketing as an excuse for alcoholism, but that's not what we're here to say. We, um, I you don't need an excuse. Back, no, there's no excuse needed. I can recall um, when I was in the demographic of, uh, you know, 21 to 35 recently, mind you. Thursday night is when you when the weekend started. You yeah. know, you don't expect me. Uh, you know, you can expect me uh, working on Friday, but. It all began uh, in the um, the halls of higher education, Mr. Kilbasa. First thing you learned, aside from, you know, the pretty girl down the hall's name, was how not to take a Friday class and who likes to party on Thursday night. <laughs> um, 
did I, you know, that wasn't in the career. You know, that was one of those things you had to learn on your own, and you learned it quick. Raise your hand if you learned it. Better yet, laugh at the person next to you who didn't, didn't raise your hand. Thursdays. Crazy. Hey, um, How about dime beers where I went on Thursday? Um, I can't remember. You know, there was certainly... I, I learned this a long time ago, Mr. Kilbasa. You start the night with money on the bar. You tip your bartender, you know, crazy money. And then, you know, if you got anything else you need to spend a little later in the night, you go into your pocket and take some more money out. But most of the time, you you kind of pay in advance is the way Michy likes to do it. Yeah. You just set down you know? your $20 bill and drink until it disappears. Um, kind of like if you're uh, with a couple friends, you lay down the 50 or you lay down the 100 and you kind of say to the bartender, just keep them coming. <laughs> it's Thursday and we don't really have to worry about it. We're young, we're strong, we're healthy. We'll be out till 3 a.m. And I really hope the girl who was uh, living down the hall in the dorm room shows up tonight because then we'll definitely be out till 3 a.m. I want to get to know her. That's a beautiful thing. I didn't think about fantasy football back in the day. You know, fantasy football, I was watching a little bit of programming here. And during one of the half times on either a Sunday show or one of the Thursday broadcasts, they did a little skit, a little uh, play, if you would, on the origins of how fantasy football got started. And it was in about 1960. Let's call him, uh, let's call him Toad. Toad in California was a big football fan, and he invited all his friends and say, hey, I just want to play a new game. They said, what game is that? They said, we're going to write the players on the, on a board, and we're going to have our own little draft, and these guys are going to be on our team. And his friends were football players, and they're thinking to themselves, this is kind of stupid. Then one person says, well, how are you going to keep score? And another guy says, with a smart pencil, I'll mail you the results. And they go, what else do we need to know? I said, you call in your roster to Freddie over there. And Freddie says, by Friday at midnight. And Freddie says, I don't want to answer the phone Friday up until midnight from these guys. And they're all guys all say, Freddie, we know you're home alone with your two cats. Don't lie to us. You'll answer the phone. And that was the start, like the first fantasy football season. How about that, Mr. Kilbaugh? Get, get all your stats from the sporting news. I had a, no, a buddy of mine the, was in a league. Some, pre- sometimes you had to wait to the Tuesday paper, depending where you lived in the country. You would have to wait till Tuesday morning to get the complete stat breakdown from Sunday games. Imagine that, America. Now all we got to do is press buttons, buttons, buttons. I almost want to get on my soapbox tonight here, Mr. Get Mr. on up, Michi, because this is the last. This is the winter meetings, the summer meetings, OTAs, preseason, postseason, Pro Bowl, all wrapped up into one. I'd like to. Uh, I think I want to stand up here. I think I want to stand up here and think about my soapbox in a fantasy football soapbox. But first, I'd like you to redial the butcher so we can get this program started. Get it started. She just texted okay. me and, and thought it was seven twenty-five her time. <laughs> 720 that would be about 11:30 at night east coast time something like that huh she's just getting America, up America let's say the vegetarian butcher is a great fantasy football player she has a great time very knowledgeable Denver Bronco fan and I really wanted to ask her about the Denver Broncos defense this weekend but Mr. Kilbasa Let's go to Tamper and get this party started. What do you think? <laughs> really? I don't know if yes, I want to go around the league, man. I don't know if I can do it today. I would like <laughs> to give 
a minute and a half to fantasy players who you should pay attention to start or sit. Okay. And just and just kind of kind of get make sure every, and I want to give a few surprises cuz there's a few of them there. And we'll do it quickly. We'll do it quickly. Oh, well, hold on we'll a second. I want to go uh, before we do that and we can do that. That's fine, Mishy. It's fine. Thank you. Thank you. Um you will get you will get your chance. I think we need to go. Let's go line by line through our matchup in the semifinals of and, and give everyone a little taste of the heartbreak. Yeah. So we, we we need to reconstruct this game so you can you need to be able to enjoy this because this was I mean it was tough for me it was great for you. Oh, you know what's tough for me, Mr. Kilbasa? This is this is the hard part. In America, I want you to take me completely, uh, take me seriously with this. I, I was rooting for you, Mr. Kilbasa. You earned the right. You played really well. You had a great year. You were on the sausage hut. You took notes. Your crayons were, go- were good. You made all the right decisions until you met me in the semifinal <laughs> and you didn't trust me. And it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart, Mr. Kilbasa, to say, I told you expressly, directly, that Aaron Rodgers is Joe Flacco. And you said, no, Aaron Rodgers is my guy. You told me you took Russell Wilson, Mishy. How are you not starting Russell Wilson when I said to you, if I could get Jameis Winston, I'm starting him over anybody. There are people who don't believe in a hot hand in the in, in the playoff rounds. There are people who don't believe the Blake Bortles syndrome, where you drop the all-pro Peyton Manning and put in Blake Bortles because you know damn well he's going to score more points. Mr. Kilbasa? Yep. You got cocky. That's what I want to tell you. You got cocky. Mm-hmm. You said I can get what I want with what I got. And Missy's telling you, you can't always get what you want. You get what you need. And what you needed in the fantasy playoffs was an absolute smackdown. Beatdown. Destruction. And it feels, and it feels like pain. And Missy delivered. He delivered that pain. It hurt. It should have hurt. I wanted to inflict more pain on you, but I couldn't have the opportunity to do so. Because I have to keep my eyes on the prize. Mishy, in the championship matchup against Mr. Einstein, started Ryan Tannehill. That doesn't... That yeah, doesn't. That around. Yeah, that doesn't... Uh doesn't count as a Blake Bortles miracle because you only got five more points than your other quarterback so it wasn't a Blake Bortles miracle it was a great move he wasn't scoring any points early in the game and then he scored a bunch at the end which sucked 28 points from Ryan Tannehill it looks great it looks great in history won't go down as a Blake Bortles miracle but still now if I had we have some sharps in our league and uh, Jameis Winston was already picked up one of the guys in our league listens to the sausage cut and it's very funny and he said thank you sent me a text he said thanks for Jameis Winston so yeah I appreciate that people listening but Ryan Tannehill scored 12 12 12 more fantasy points than your man Aaron Rodgers 
and Famous Jameis scored 22. Ooh, 32. No, 22. More points than Mr. Aaron Rodgers. And going into the championship round, that remains important to stay on top of it. The killer dealer, America, if you can give me maybe a New Orleans uh, funeral march, a little baseline there, Mr. Kielbasa. I'm not a fucking jukebox, Mishy. Well, your your skills are extraordinary, and I figured, you know, what the heck? I might as well ask. I know your skills are extraordinary. And I I don't think you got the trumpet in the room because I know the interns are just like eating baked potatoes right now. Otherwise, they'd be playing the trumpet on command. I want to know how they do these AI articles that they write. I mean, it's pretty obvious, but they they're, they pretty much nail this stuff. And there's no way, you know, somebody's actually writing this stuff. So it's just generated. Well, you know, you can do, you know, the uh, algorithms say we're going to look up Google keywords. We're going to look up Google searches and we're going to find out what the hot phrasings are. And we are going to build our stories around that. It's a great idea. I mean, it's, it's no, it's no, Mich- you know. How is that a great idea? It's, well, it's no, okay. For people who don't have Mishy writing Pulitzer Prize winning articles every Sunday, it's <laughs> okay. good for people who don't write. Cause I, you know, I'd plan on doing some writing in, in my league and I, I did it like the first two weeks and I didn't. And then I realized I didn't have to because the freaking AI articles are spot on. So anyway, so shit, shit the bed, 2K19, Mish. I came out and I got my favorite pajamas on. I ate a big plate of this, you know, very spicy Korean kimchi Mm. and noodles Mm. and like fried eggs and a Mm. big glass of Metamucil. And I just downed it all. And just, mm. I, I mean, I took it, you know, and got some water, drank a bunch of water and just fell into the deepest sleep that I've had in weeks. And it just erupted out of me and came come Sunday night, man, my bed was soiled with dump because I shit the bed for my, I mean, my, maybe my worst performance ever America, the final score of the vaunted semifinal <sighs> Mishy Sunshine very respectable 98.00 points we don't play decimals anyway but no I can't I can't say it I can't say it Mish. Heinz 50 points <laughs> in his Fuck. fantasy football semifinal <laughs> The slobber knocker, the, the real heel of the whole thing is Mishy's bench, which has five players on it, outscored Mr. Kielbasa's starting nine. I believe it's nine. Outscored his starting nine by 15 points. Mr. Kielbasa not only shat the bet, but it ignited and it burned him to a, a crisp in a very figurative way where he started Melvin Gordon one point. Mr. Kibasa started. He got hurt. He fumbled the ball twice. Dalvin Cook got hurt. Dalvin Cook got hurt three points. Emmanuel Sanders, (sighs) super stud the week before. Did not listen to Michi at all. You didn't listen to Michi at all. Zero points. Javaris, don't call me... Odell Landry, 
two points. Cole Beasley stayed in your starting lineup, did not listen to Michy. Zero points. Aaron Rodgers, 16 fantasy points. And Darren Waller, 12 fantasy points were your maximum guys. And congratulations for getting there. Matchups sometimes go that way. What we do is we live, we learn, we develop our ideas and our philosophies, and we just move on with happy scouting, Mr. Kilbasa. We just move on with happy scouting. My quarterback and my two running backs would have beaten your whole team in the semifinals, Mr. Kilbasa. God damn. And I made a boatload of mistakes. And in order to win my championship, I got a, I got some corrections. So I made I made a couple of key moves, Mr. Kibasa, this week. I know it's going to hurt you to talk about it. But I made a couple of key moves this week to try and get me over the hump. I'm just listening to that magic baseline right now. I feel like I'm in in some swarm of bees or something flying around me here. It's supposed to be playing underneath you, man. Oh, he's playing underneath me. Did you start Miles Sanders last week, America? That's the key question. Mishy put him on his bench. Didn't need him. It could have cost me. There's a lot of things to talk about, Mr. Kilbasa. A lot of sadness in your game. But it's over. You have another game this week. You got to knuckle up and you got to get with the program. Can you do that for me, Mr. Kilbasa? Baltimore Ravens, six points. Justin Tucker, three points. David Montgomery, four points. Austin Hooper, two points. Debo Samuel, two points. And you couldn't The, the bottom half of your team was also full of dump, but it is going to get washed away by the waterfall of history because Ryan fucking Tannehill scored 28 points. Chris Carson scored 25, and Josh Jacobs scored 10. And, oh, by the way, batting cleanup, Ty. Tyreek Hill is going to get his and get you 18, man. That was the top-heavy lineup, but it worked out for you because Aaron Rodgers had a great game but only scored 12 fantasy points. Melvin Gordon, Dalvin Cook, Emmanuel Sanders, Goose Egg, Jarvis Landry, Darren Waller, good game for the tight end. He was my best, probably my, might be my best performing player. Cole yeah. Beasley, fucking Goose Egg. <laughs> I had two Goose Eggs in the semifinals. You know, you should listen to the sausage cup more often. <laughs> you had your crayons out all year, and then you see you didn't have faith in Michi, to be honest and straightforward, went straight up with love. And that's the funny thing about your friends. That's the funny thing about talking about fantasy football all year. I've been telling people for two years, Mr. Kielbasa, my Michi's greatest strength is his sincerity. <laughs> And keeping sincerity with a straight face sometimes is not easy because people don't believe. But I have learned a long time ago, it's better to speak the truth than to blow smoke because you never remember what the particular brand of smoke you're blowing. So just speak the truth and do the best you can. I enjoyed the heck out of myself. I've been having so much fun in fantasy football this year that I, I may, I, I got to check myself. Mr. Kilbasa, and you're not going to like hearing this. In America, I'm not sure what you think about hearing this, but I really feel like I want to 
go heal here, Mr. Kielbasa. <laughs> Instead of being a nice guy and, and helping and loving and happy and peppy and bursting with love and all those fun things, I almost want to like blow a horn and say, you know, I feel a lot like Bill Belichick right now. Why don't you bang a gong while you're at it? I think I'm going to bang a gong right now. Here's one for the hoodie. I feel a lot like Bill Belichick because I can't, I'm not going to be easy. I am going to figure it out. I am going to work on my happy scouting. And I have made my adjustments. And I am ready for the championship game. I have won championships. I know how to win championships. And I am I have not a, a bit of nervousness. I have, I have zero trepidation. I have nothing but clean relaxation, complete breathing, working on tasks, getting the job done, and winning myself fantasy football championship. I feel good. I feel so good. America, I hope you can share this kind of feeling because I feel like Bill Belichick. And the problem with feeling like Bill Belichick is everybody hates you. Jealousy, envy. And Michi is so good in his very talented league that I invite the jealousy and the envy because I deserve it. I got sharp crayons. I share the love. I shared the love with you, Mr. Kilbasa. And what did you say? Mishy's blowing smoke. I'm going to do my own thing. Well, you did your own thing, Mr. Kilbasa. You got shot down in flames. Ain't it a shame to be shot down in flames? Mishy Sunshine parlayed a red hot first half into the number three seed. Next week, the league championship will be decided when Mishy Sunshine battles number four seeded Arians and out. Mishy Sunshine has a one and one record against Arians and out this season. Meanwhile, Johnny Kilbasa ended the regular season in second place. With a record of 10 and 4, their record was a bit misleading as they ranked just 6 in the league in scoring average. <laughs> Fuck you, NFL.com AI. <laughs> it's true. We uh, call them the smart guys, people. We call the people AI um, boss that write this stuff. I call them the smart guys. Scoring average doesn't mean anything. I hope people can uh, get the humor in that. And yeah, it doesn't mean anything. No smart guys. The league bought. They had me. Here's uh, truly Mitchie's winning three games this year <laughs> and being the worst team in my league. So what do bots know? It's just, you know, I'd rather write my story for you guys once a week and uh, try and be right, see what I know. And, you know, when I'm when I'm right on, I'm right on. I'm, you know, I, I, I'm off my uh, heel bandwagon, by the way. Oh. The gong has been put away. Why? But, uh, I hope because uh, it's not me. It's not me. Uh, uh, I thought it was out. great. I can do it some more, but it's not me. I have to work. We have to work on something if you want me to be that kind of heel. I'll tell you that. No, that. 
I need a sponsor is what I need. I need, I need like a, a, the, the people who make the turnbuckles. I want them as a sponsor, Mr. Kielbasa. Well, what about the people who make the gongs? Um, that is, oh, I would like that because I got that from a sake company. Giki Khan, the world's finest sake from the house of Giki Khan. G-E-K-K-E-I-K-A-N. Available where all fine sake is sold. Giki Khan. Get some. You didn't hit the gong now. You should have hit it. <laughs> I, uh, I need to hit the gong again. I have uh, <clears throat> I have this dexterity problem. I have a dexterity problem. So, I, threw the, I threw the mallet the last time. I <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I, did a, I did a mallet flip the last time. and Oh, here it is. Uh, let's try that again. Take two. Brought to you, the sausage shop brought to you by the house of Gigi Khan, the world's finest sake. <laughs> Gigi Khan, get some. The world needs more gongs, man. Uh, where the hell's the bongo? Got some bongos around here too, Mister. I've got some. I'll, I'll I'll get them out of the basement real quick as soon as I take this All base right. off. But <laughs> I don't know where they are, but they're around somewhere. I got a set of I got a set of bongs. So in Did my I say other bongs or bongos, yeah, that's it. Bongs. Hey, you know what? There's just a little O. What what does a little O make a difference? It's the difference between a bong and a bongo. Saying <laughs> a bang Kids. and a bango. If you've ever been to Great Britain over the past ten years, you know what I'm talking about. Bangos and mash. <laughs> no, a bang and a bango. Oh. Otherwise known as a hookup on a Thursday night. In the big city. <laughs> <laughs> With a bang and a bango. Oh, wait. I Come on. Going out shopping for girls, man. That's what, what are we doing on Thursday night? Looking for something to do this weekend. Oh, Mr. Kilbasa. Michigan, in my other semifinal, in my league, I was in a semifinal against the Ghost, oh, and I equally shat the bed. No. <laughs> I, I lost 116 to 71. One sixteen. Yeah, Mason Crosby, three points. Jack Doyle, two points. Kenny Galladay, four points. Adam Thielen, two points. Zero. Dalvin Cook, three points. <laughs> What are you going to do to replace Davin Cook this week? You picking up uh, his backup, or are you looking elsewhere? Um, I'm 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 going to start Peyton Barber in the other league. Wait, is he still playing? I don't know. Of course he is. Okay, yeah, he had 17. Yeah, he had three points last week. Is uh, um, Ronald Jones? Ronald Jones? Ronald Jones not available see. or something? I don't did didn't somebody pick him up? I gotta see here. I'm always uh, late to the game when it comes to the wire waiver wire pickups. But then Which sometimes I can get because you t- crazy because you talk to me all the time. But that's okay. I know, but I was happy with I was I looked at my lineup and I'm like, okay, I like this, and it got me to the semifinals. It didn't get me to the finals. And that's with yeah, that's where you got to uh, make sure you make those adjustments. You know. <laughs> I had no chance. No matter what, I had no. There were like against you, fifty. You almost doubled my score. Fifty. I don't know if I've ever scored fifty. It was just everybody. Just no, not today, kids. Not today. And it happens like that. There are times where you have the best team in the league, and you've been playing very well. And you got to guard against that if you can. And you were uber, uber, uber copyright from some car company. The lawyers can call. I don't care. You were uber confident 
And I was asking you all last program, man, just just double check that. Be safe. Be sorry. Don't be sorry. Be safe. America, we spoke on the last program about um, loading up your bench and what the tiebreakers are in your league. And Mr. Kibasa, did you know that in our consolation cup, there was a tie and the bench points decided the winner of that game? Really? Last year, I was in the semifinals. I was tied, and the bench points decided our game. Greatest fantasy football game ever played. And the bench points decided, and that's when Team Hex elevated to a championship. Because of his he bench points. He in the semis and then won a championship. And he's been traveling around to high schools telling kids, listen, nobody's going to tell you this, but bench points is where it's at. Make sure you got a lot of points on your bench. Just for those reasons. And we have guys in our league, that, and they're like the smart guys who do AI. They're like in last place or whatever. They didn't even make the playoffs. But they're smart guys. They want what they want. Flex. Can't you see flex? Um, where they would scoff at such notions. But if you're going to play some winning fantasy football, you know, you got to have a little bit of flexibility and you got to have a little determination. It's four months, Mr. Kilbasa. Four months. I believe that's 16 weeks. Is that not right? Is my math right on that? Somewhere around there. If every month isn't exactly four weeks, but, you know. You yeah, know. we could round it up. We right. can round it up. And speaking of which, America, if you're playing in a league that does decimal points as opposed to bench points, I humbly suggest that you get off your uh, Euro math, go to – study on greek mathematics and the concept of infinite pi oh because geez. once you introduce these decimal places and you continue to go you'll see what is you know we're not building technology to go to space um we're playing fantasy football and there is a level of of i don't want to use the word purity because that's not right but there is joy in certain simplicities and we have had a tendency in fantasy football to overcomplicate things to no end. And I'm asking you, here on the Sausage Hut, for all those listening, do a redraft next year. All you keeper leagues, forget yourselves, reset yourselves, and start over and, and have some fun. I think in my league, in our league, Mr. Kilbasa, we're going to do a total reset. We're going back to year one. And we'll decide then if we want keepers or not. We probably will. But moving forward next year as, as commissioner, I'm not even putting this one up to a vote. I'm, I'm telling everyone right. You know, I'll tell them when I talk to them. But we're going back to uh, zero. We're going back to redraft. And everyone gets a fair shake. And we're going to use the buttons that say randomize the draft. We're going to play like we just started playing in this year league and we're going on our 10th year it's a good time for a reset if people don't want to play they can get out i love you but i don't love you that much maybe i should bang the gong on that one huh do it i love you but i don't love you that much i'm gonna put this right next to the gong so i don't get it tampa bay at houston mr kielbasa Tampa Bay is playing the first Saturday game, and uh, it's Saturday at 1 o'clock. 
Houston Texans are in the playoff hunt. You got Deshaun Watson. You may be playing for a championship. He let you down. Let you down last week. Best quarterback in this game is Deshaun Watson. 25-plus fantasy points. Jameis Winston will make 25 fantasy football points, but it will be more of a struggle. The question I've been asking is, do you pick up Mr. Perriman? as your, uh, should we say, flavor of the week or your baked potato stuffing of the week and say, I can win a championship if Mr. Perriman scores another 18 points. America, he's not scoring 18 points. He's a, he is a failed first-round draft pick who is now suddenly the number one wide receiver. And I don't care that they're playing Houston and Houston secondary sucks. You must start Deshaun, excuse me, you must start Mr. Hopkins. And I would venture to say that the combination of Deshaun Watson and Mr. Hopkins will outpoint Jameis Winston and anyone on Tampa Bay. And I would put a little bit of love on Mr. Watson and start to fade Mr. Mr. Winston. As much as I love famous Jameis, I don't love him that much going into this matchup. And if you got Carlos Hyde, good luck. Good luck. Duke Johnson's a touchdown maker. Sir Duke Johnson. Yeah, yeah, is a you can feel it maker. all over. You can feel it all over because it's all over. Yes, sir. And as much as people like to say this is going to be sort of some uh, great fantasy game, yeah, if you got Deshaun Watson, cool. If you got uh, Mr. Jameis Winston and you're going to start him over a couple names, we'll go through that. But if he's on your team, pay attention. And that's the only love in that first game, Mr. Kilbasa. I think Tampa Bay is going to win. And I think Houston is toast as much as I like them. Somehow Tampa's going to win. And I'm putting my love on uh, Ronald Ronald Jones. And somehow, some way, he's going to have 12 points. If that's enough for your fantasy playoffs, more power to you. That's it. That's it in that game. That's it in Tampa. No strip clubs, no no beaches, no bars, no nothing. We out, and we're going to the cold of New England in our second fantasy game. And I, gotta I, get, make okay, I got to get Okay, re- I got to get ready for this, man. We got a long road to hoe right now. The last one, hope. the last trip through the NFL. <laughs> All right, I'm fine. Let's go. America knows that you're fine, Mishy. <laughs> We'll just we just wind you up and let you go, bro. Meanwhile, I gotta drive this boat. Hooper drives the boat, Chief. You see any good movies lately, Mr. Kilbasa? Oh yeah, and I'm gonna save that for its own uh, sausage hut, and we'll have you back after you watch it. But I watched The Irishman the other day, and it's one of the greatest movies ever made. It's just Is that the Jimmy Hoffa movie. Yeah, well, it's, it's, well, it happens to be about Jimmy Hoffa, but it's Scorsese, Pecci, De Niro, and Pacino. It's just... <sighs> That's like 400 years old between all those guys. I know, and they just destroy it. It's great. A little veteran love. That might be a theme for a fantasy football playoffs. It's three and a half hours, so it's a long, it's a long-ass wow. movie, but wow. I, I, didn't, I didn't get bored. Just being able to watch nice. those guys, like Pesci, Pesci's gonna, they're gonna sweep the Oscars. They're gonna get Best Picture, Best Director. I think De Niro will get Best Lead Actor, and I think Pesci might and might go up for supporting. 
Pacino's not going to get an Oscar now, but he was good enough in it. You know, he was good. It was great to see him. But Pesci really – I don't know if Pesci – I don't know if Pesci will get up for uh, starring actor or what do you call that? Leading leading actor? Notice America that Michi doesn't know what the hell to say right now. Because <laughs> what, you don't like Joe Pesci? No, I – um. I um He's freaking I don't know great. the category. I I do not know the categories of the um I can tell you who the best quarterback is gonna be this week, but that's about it. Those goddamn auto Hey, what was that? A freaking autoplay video. You can't go to a sports site now and look at anything without freaking autoplay video. No, it's and it's miserable. You there's somehow buttons to turn them off and if you turn them off somehow they get turned back on. I blame my uh, I blame my new doorbell for that. I don't know. I think that AI is going wacky. <laughs> I'm all for technology. I'm not so sure how we use it, but I'm all I'm all for the information age. I don't think we use it very uh, very brightly as yet, as evidence. Let's go to the New England Patriot game, Mr. Cabasa, and talk about the, one of the greatest games of the weekend and the upset of Saturday. <laughs> Here we go. The 11-3 Patriots taking on the Buffalo Bulls. 10-4 Saturday at 4.30. Set your calendars. We're playing NFL football on Saturday. Yeah, we had to waste the whole Saturday on Army-Navy every year. Why can't we just do a Saturday then? It's so true. Oh, Army Navy, give me a break. Have it the first you know, week. You know, the controversy is there in, in, in that to me as I watched it. In the Army Navy game, I've been to a couple of them. And the way it's presented in 2019, to, to yours truly's eyes, it came across as an infomercial. And one it's of the propaganda. Oh, that's the same thing. Propaganda. That's it. That's the word. And I usually know that word, but it had that infomercial quality where, you know, we're here and we're going to be us and you're going to love us. And it's it's just remarkable. And I wanted to watch the ball game. I didn't want the I didn't want the propaganda or the infomercial. I didn't enjoy it. Rather see the kids rather see the kids go uh, play some football. Than all the hype and sideshow because they're trying to tell me it's more than just hype and sideshow, but what they're presenting is hype and sideshow. So I didn't enjoy that. I'm glad that the NFL is playing on Saturday. I far prefer Saturday games to Sunday games, to be honest with you, Mr. Kilbasa. I think that's a great idea, but they're afraid with their allegiance with the NCAA and the free, uh, you know, I have some problems with the way these kids are not paid in college. So the free talent from college football, you know, they don't want to interrupt that profit machine. So they don't play on Saturday, and they wait for this special weekend. So be it. My fantasy football playoffs start on Saturday. I'm loving it. <laughs> Buffalo at New England, Mr. Kilbasa. Yeah. First place in the NFC East. AFC East. That's what I meant. You knew what I meant. <laughs> the Patriots Johnny Kielbasa with the correction here in game number two, coming right at you. And just in case you forgot which conference these two teams were in, uh, it was just a flick of the wrist and a slip of the tongue, kid. You knew what I meant. <laughs> Patriots at eleven and three got the defensive touchdown last week, and they did so because the quarterback was awful. The New England Patriots are not the same team. They've lost two out of the last three games. 
and the Buffalo Bills, who are not going to outscore you by a boatload, are sitting at 10-4. and four. Mr. Kibasa, if I told you Buffalo, if I told you six weeks ago Buffalo's winning the AFC East, I would you would tell me I can go in the archives and look that up because you were on top of that, Michi. Well, here we are in week 16, and the Buffalo Bills are going to beat the New England Patriots on Sunday, on Saturday. Now, I said a little while ago I feel like the hoodie and I got it figured out. The Buffalo Bills have more talent right now, healthy talent, than the New England Patriots do. And this is going to be a rock'em, sock'em. Tom Brady is going to look old and have a turnover for touchdown. Buffalo Bills are worthy starting in your fantasy playoffs because they're a 13-point scorer this weekend. And Buffalo Bills are going to be either be tied with the tiebreaker or sitting in tied with at 11 and three with the new england patriots by the time saturday afternoon game is over <sighs> mr singletary is a touchdown maker josh allen's gonna run one and throw two believe it or not one to the tight end one to my favorite sheriff sheriff john brown <laughs> and mr knox i believe is the tight end knox brown singletary touchdown makers Julian Edelman's beat up. Sony Michelle, we drafted him early, 200-plus carries. Like, he's got six touchdowns, but you can't remember the last one he got. He did not help your fantasy team. James White is the starter. I believe he's going to get uh, shadowed, and he's going to get knocked around, and it's going to be, you know, the Rex Burkhead show. And who in their right mind starting Rex Burkhead in your fantasy playoffs? No one. Buffalo's going to win this game like 24 to 17. Good night, Tom Brady. It's time to go. Good night, Tom Brady. It's time to go. Good night, Tom Brady. It's time to go. Bottom, bottom. You had your Super Bowls, but not no more. Good night, Tom Brady. Good night. Tom Brady, four touchdowns, 325 yards, and he shoves it straight up everybody's ass. And the Buffalo Bills join me in a bed full of merde. That's what I say, Michi. All right, America. Let's put something it's on it. What are we putting on? on? Is this in Buffalo or is this in? Uh... This is in New England. Okay, all right. Uh, I'm sick of eating chowder. A... I'm sick of your chowder. I don't want chowder. No, we... I don't want lobster. I think we want lobsters if we can get them. Jeez, oh, isn't it, it too late for lobsters? For lobster, what do you think? I want pe- I want deep dish. But I want Boston pizza. Boston isn't known nationwide for their pizza, but they got a lot of great pizza there. Maybe we can get a nice pizza, maybe some scoongee salad. I'll tell you what. We'll find ourselves like the best Italian restaurant in uh, Boston, Massachusetts, and that's where we're going to go. We're going to go to and the And afterwards, the, the winner here goes pays for the cocktails and the martinis at some swank sort of nightclub. There we go. All right. So you're giving me six and a half points, by the way. I'm taking New England plus six and a half. New England is getting... Six New England's given six and a half. Oh, (laughs) 
All right. I'll give you six and a half. That's a 13 point. No, I'll, right I'll, tell, I'll, I'll tell you what. I think uh, the smart people in Vegas and that line will go down. It'll be six at least by Saturday afternoon. And while I appreciate the six and a half points, I'll take Buffalo in the six. I'll take Buffalo in the money line. Screw the six. No, man, it's yours. Screw that. Buffalo's winning this game. I told you that months ago. And I'm just going to prove it to you this weekend like I proved it to you last weekend, Kabasa. What do you think about that? (sighs) Okay. All right, get your crayons out. We got one more Saturday game. You got any uh, traveling music for uh, our West Coast fans? Let's see what I got here, everybody. Let's go way on out to San Francisco for the Rice Aroni Bowl. The 11 and 3 49ers coming off an upset against your LA Rams. They suck. They're good. They suck. They're decent. They suck. Oh, oh. Football. Football. The, uh, the Rams at 8-6 were awful last week. The 49ers at 11-3 and three are no longer in first place Unbelievable. in the NFC West. And if you listened to the sausage out a month ago, you would have heard that as well. No one else believed me. You didn't believe me. But I'm just tooting my own horn here. Where's that gong? Oh, it's over there. Let's toot it. Why do you keep putting? Why do you keep moving the gong across the room? Um, why isn't gotta, it six uh, inches away from you at all times? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, six inches. <laughs> the idea that the gong moved is um, um, it's my interns are still at the Christmas party and I have to go and do it myself, and that's bullshit. You understand what I'm trying to tell you, Mr. Igor Bob? Gong? Igor <laughs> Gong. Come on, you know, I usually just point at things and, you know, once you've been here for a little bit, you know, once you've been on a sausage show for a little bit, you know, you kind of get used to the Mitchy references and such. And sometimes you just point, you know, and, you know, eventually you say, please, it's mm-hmm. not easy being Mitchy, but that's the way it is. Who you like in this game? The Rams or the 49ers, Mr. Kibasa? You know, the Rams kept, they've been toying with me all year. Jared Goff, oh. I, I put all my money on Jared Goff this year, and then I got Aaron Rodgers. But I kept Jared Goff, and he just, they're 8-6. and six. And You know what they're going to do? They're going to turn things around and just squeak into the playoffs and then end up winning the NFC. Oh, that would be uh, that would be completely crazy. If you had Todd Gurley on your fantasy team last week, Mr. Kobasa, he had four points going into the last part of the fourth quarter. Proceeded to score two touchdowns and a two-point conversion. And if you had him and you were dying with him, he saved your life and won you a ball game. That's the craziness that is fantasy football, Mr. Kobasa. Are you trusting any of the wide receivers? On the Los Angeles Rams, Cooper Cup, Mr. Woods, Mr. Cook, any of them, and tell me which one of those guys is a touchdown maker in this game against Sam. I can't. I can't tell you because if San Fran plays like they normally do, their defense will. They're they're tough, but they didn't have a great game last week. Now you got some injuries on the defensive side of the ball in San Francisco. Robert Woods, touchdown maker. Robert Woods is the main target, the main man. I've had Cooper Cup on my team all year. I was lucky to draft him early. He, I, you know, he came very close to being cut. 
He has scored a touchdown in each of his last three games, and that's his saving grace. 50-something yards, maybe 62 yards, 47 yards, 42 yards. Something something changed in Los Angeles, and Brandon, as you said, Robert Woods is the lone wide receiver to really trust for a championship. I don't think you're starting golf. The tight end out there, um, what's his name? I don't even know his tight the tight end's name right now. Is catching the ball, and Jared Goff is doing his thing. But if Todd Gurley carried you last week, you I would think that you have to trust him this week to start him in your championship game. And if you're starting Todd Gurley this week, he is not going to get you double digit points. You're going to find your points elsewhere. On the flip side, Jimmy Garoppolo, who is Jimmy Garoppolo, Mr. Kilbasa? Is he the second coming or is he just an average Joe, an average Jim? And another guy, quarterback, who's just not going to be the man. We're going to find out this weekend, and I'm going to ask you, is Jimmy Garoppolo a 25-point fantasy scorer this week? The slow answer says no. No. Is Jared Goff a 25-point scorer this week in your championship (laughs) round? I I think so. I think so. All right. Then he's going to throw the ball to Gurley. He's going to throw the ball to Woods. More confident in uh, Robert Woods than anybody. Mozart and Brita are supposedly the big dogs in San Francisco. However, Tevin Coleman started the last game. Who would have thunk it? No one would have thunk it. Out of the two, which Raheem Amadeus Mozart. <laughs> that's it. That's the man to start. If you have him in your, on your team and you're playing in the championship, that is the man to start. I have some love for Matt Breida being a touchdown maker as well, but Mozart is the guy. Debo Samuel and your wide receiver, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, you know, made everyone suffer like it was nobody's business. This week, Debo is going to be close to 90 yards, maybe maybe not get a touchdown. In America, he got zero for Mr. Kilbasa in the semifinals. But the wide receiver, what's your wide receiver's name there, Mr. Kilbasa? Emmanuel Sanders? Mm, Emmanuel Goose Egg Sanders. Is a touchdown maker in week 16. And a very solid fantasy play. 17, 18 points, quite a bit. I see San Francisco um, winning this game 24-21, 27-24. And uh, no defensive touchdowns yet, America. I'm sorry. No defensive touchdowns on Saturday. And on Saturday, to get it kicked off, Houston and Tampa, either quarterback is going to be fine. Wide receiver in Houston is fine. Maybe Perriman is fine. In Buffalo, good luck. Just good luck. I'm not starting anyone on either team. And in this 49er game, in my fantasy football championship, I would start Mozart over Gurley. Uh, and I would certainly think that uh, Emmanuel Sanders is going and Robert Woods are touchdown makers. Feel confident. That's Saturday. And if you're playing in a championship game and you got the players that Michy just mentioned, good luck to you, man. I think Saturday might be a tough game for fantasy football owners. Hmm. Didn't think about that, Mr. Kielbasa. That's fine with me, man. All right. Here we go. 
Okay, I'm giving you one minute on this one because nobody cares about the Miami Dolphins sitting at three and eleven, hosting the Kentucky Bengals at one and thirteen. One minute, Michi. One minute. Pick up Ryan Fitzpatrick and start him. He'll be a top five quarterback this week. I'm telling you that last week too. Ryan Fitzpatrick is a top five quarterback. If you have uh, Devontae Parker, feel confident starting him. is another great game. I am trusting Andy Dalton to throw three touchdowns in one interception. The touchdowns, two of them. America, get your crayons. John Ross is going to score two touchdowns. And if you have the guts to pick him up and start him, soft, more power to you. Joe Mixon, 15-plus fantasy points. I can't tell you about Mr. Laird running the ball for Fitzpatrick Laird. three. Patrick yes, Lard. Patrick Lard is a touchdown maker. Devontae Parker is a touchdown maker. And that's that's your fantasy love. All right. Dolphins. Let's go, man. We gotta get back to New Jersey, Michi. Part of the extreme, extreme calculus of the Browns making the playoffs. One of the things that needs to happen is your New Jersey 5-9 and nine Jets are hosting the Yinzers of Pittsburgh, sitting at 8-6, and six, not knowing where they're going. They're, 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 the, the playoffs are theirs to lose, and they're going to lose it. There is, um, you can put this on a minute. If you listen to the Sausage Hut throughout this year, God bless you, more power to you. Don't forget to uh, put in your five-star review. Uh, Mr. Cabasso will tell you that the Steelers are not losing this game because they don't lose games in December to bad teams. <sighs> Steelers are going to. I heard somebody team. say that on TV. I heard you say that for the last <laughs> since I've known you. So I heard somebody say that on the radio, man. Copyright kill Bossa. The defense will score a touchdown if you have the Steelers on your team. Start them. Defensive touchdown. Sam Darnold is going to throw a pick six. Can you trust Le'Veon Bell? You drafted him in the first, second, third bust. round. Total bust. And the running game, I do not trust for the Jets. The Jets will score 17 points. They will score on their first possession. And that'll be about it. In between there, the Steelers are going to run the ball down their throat. Duck Hodges is still the quarterback. He's going to, Connor is playing. He's going to give the ball to him. Connor is a touchdown maker. I do not trust him to start him in my fantasy playoffs. James Washington is a touchdown maker in this game. He might be a multiple touchdown maker in this game. Shocking. Show some guts, someone, and start him. Um, Richie Anderson, as I like to call him, Richie Anderson. I'm trying to call him Richie Cunningham, but I just can't get that out. We'll score eight fantasy points. Mr. Crowder is again your slot receiver touchdown maker. We'll catch the lone jet touchdown. The Jets are going to lose this game 27 to 14, 27-17. No. Pittsburgh chances are alive. The Jets are looking for a new coach. And all kinds of props to Mr. Tomlin out there in Pittsburgh for, for the job he did in 2019. Fabulous. Sorry, the, the Browns are dead. Phony, phony Baker mania has bitten the dust. Let's move on. Let's move on and move up and show up and show out because nobody yeah. wants to know about this game either, I don't think. <laughs> but we're going to have to go out of the nation's capital. 
where the three and eleven Redskins hosting the New York Giants. Three and eleven as well. Oh man, Mishy, I'm gonna give you a minute and twenty seconds on this one. Alright, America, does Eli Manning belong in the Hall of Fame? At Mishy 108, just type yes or no. I'm going to say Eli Manning is in the Hall of Fame for one very good reason. He beat the best team in football in Super Bowl. It was called the MVP. I want to give you a bonus reason. He beat the next best team in football. Oh, yeah, both the New England Patriots. And that is enough for him to be in the Super Bowl. I don't think Eli's starting this week. I think they want to push Daniel Jones. Eli, um, the book of Eli was closed with a real love fest in the Meadowlands last week. Shaquan Barkley, as we said last week, is back to being a must start. Um, I would say Sterling Shepard is a touchdown maker. No way you're starting him. You picked up Darius Slayton. He's been giving you nothing but two touchdown games. If he brought you to the championship game, bench him this week. It's not going to happen for him. On the flip side, in my championship game, my opponent is in a little pinch, and he picked up Adrian Peterson. To start for him at his flex spot, I believe, the dreaded flex spot. So, Mr. Kilbasa, I'm asking you, Adrian Peterson, plus or minus 10 fantasy points this week? Plus. (laughs) Oh, I know you like that question. Adrian Peterson, touchdown maker this week, yes or no? 103 yards and a touchdown. Go America, mark it down. I called for Chris Thompson last week. He didn't get it. A guy named Cy Sims, of course, that's not his real name, but that's what I'm going to call him. Scored a touchdown. Just don't even think twice about it. I have picked up a man named Mr. McLaurin, a rookie. I'm to understand he's from the Ohio State as well. Mr. McLaurin, touchdown maker, a hundred yard receiver this weekend, Mr. Cabasa. Yes or no? No, he's going to get about 80 yards, no touchdowns. 80 yards, no touchdown. Mishy has him in his lineup right now, Mr. Kibasa. Are you just blowing smoke, or should I get my crayons out? I guess we'll never know, or we won't no, know I'm until gonna Monday. No, uh, I'm going to take the Redskins to win this game. I think a minute and 20 seconds is, just, is up. Just because um, because I like the quarterback to have um, an 18-point uh, fantasy game, which would be probably more than uh, Aaron Rodgers. And I think that um, it'll be a low-scoring, uh, defensive, turnover-filled. I'm going to say the Redskins have the potential to score defensive touchdown. No one is going to start them. And that's the end of our nation capital game. Where you want to go next? We've got a, we got a bunch of more not-so-hot games going on this week. But we'll keep moving and grooving, kids. Keep the ground. way down I-70 to see the Colts. Oh, coming off the brutal brutal ass kicking from the saints now they're six and eight and they're hosting the five and nine where are we going now with our 14 string quarterback carolina panthers mishy you can't get me to care about this game jack doyle didn't do anything for me no he was a big bust um he was hot for a couple of weeks jacoby Brissett kind of let you down um the best thing about the indianapolis colts is their offensive line we all know it. Mr. Mack had a bad game. If you started him in your fantasy playoffs last week, you lost. Christian McCaffrey's Christian McCaffrey, one of the greats. You know, he Christian McCaffrey can score three touchdowns this weekend. 
25 fantasy points and is the only must-start. Don't care what the world says. Carolina Panthers as their substitute quarterback. People are kind of looking at the Indianapolis Colts as, as one of those defenses to pick up and play. I'm here to tell you, don't do it. This game is going to be a low-scoring game. I doubt that uh, T.Y. Hilton will be anything more than a, you know, a, uh, a, a space occupier. Someone will score a couple touchdowns, not named McCaffrey, but there is no love anywhere else here. I look for a low-scoring game. As you said, why is anyone watching? Uh, you're watching to see Christian McCaffrey win you a fantasy football championship, and you're watching to say, damn, Michy, you were right telling me don't trust anyone else on the Colts or anyone else playing in this game. That's it, Mr. Cavazza. That's all we got. And that was short but sweet. Speaking of short and not so... Not so goddamn sweet, Mishy. What's the matter, Mr. Kielbasa? Let's go to the frozen, gray, hopeless, windy, slippery (laughs) north coast of America to see the... Hey, we still got a chance. Six and eight Cleveland Browns taking on the unstoppable. Twelve and two Baltimore Ravens. The immovable, the unstoppable. America, let's have a little fun here today, shall we? Right now, everyone, all hands, all palms. Give me a give me a um Kabaka. Give me a nice Buddhist baseline if you got one in you. Cleveland Browns are beating the Baltimore Ravens this weekend, Mr. Kilbasa, and it'll be joy-filled because the team that used to be the original Cleveland Browns, the Baltimore Ravens, are going to be punished in the dog pound. Why? The weather's crap. Baker Mayfield is a little bit upset that all he gets to do is change light bulbs, smoke detector batteries, and cut the grass. <laughs> Lamar Jackson's getting all the other headlines. And he's not getting any advertisements, by the way. Racist? Controversial? Mishy. Thank you. Baker Mayfield is going to be a 25-point fantasy score this week. No one in their right mind is going to start him, but he's going point for point with Lamar Jackson. And this game is going to come down to a kick in the fourth quarter. And as much as I love Mr. Tucker, and as much as he is my kicker and I'm going to need the points, his 54-yard attempt in the closing seconds is going to go wide left, and the Browns are going to win this game 24-21. Baker Mayfield is throwing touchdowns to Kareem Hunt and O'Deal Beckham Jr. Write it down. And he's Nick Chubb is running for one and a buck ten. I hope Nick Chubb wins the rushing title. Um, the Cleveland Browns were such a wreck last weekend that they were called out by Kareem Hunt and a few other players. And that is just not going to fly. I think the Ravens are overconfident. They're going back to their original home, and none of the guys on the current (laughs) Baltimore Ravens. (laughs) That's right. They're from Cleveland. None of the guys on the Baltimore Ravens even know it. Cleveland this weekend is going to make them remember. 
who owns Cleveland, and that is the hashtag Cleveland Browns. Not yet America's team, America. I know I have to step back from that, and I have. Cleveland Browns win this game. Um, the Ravens find a way to lose this game. Mark Ingram, you're going to start him in your fantasy playoffs. You're not going to get 11 points. You're not going to get 10 points. You're going to get seven points. Gus Edwards is a touchdown maker, not Mark Ingram. Lamar Jackson is going to Lamar Jackson is going to take a hit to his quad, and he is not going to be the same guy. And in the cold, in the wind, in the breeze. Lamar Jackson is going to have his worst game of the year. Yes, he's going to, you know, get you 20-something fantasy points. But for a dollar, I'm saying right here, right now, on your program, Lamar Jackson scoring under 20 fantasy points against the Cleveland Browns this weekend. Is that your lock of the week? It is. And the guy who brought you to the promised land is going to meet Cleveland face-to-face, and he's not going to be successful in Week 16. Doesn't mean he's not a great player. It's just that the Cleveland Browns are going to win this game, and it's going to be a hard-hitting game, and it's going to be a low-scoring game. 24-23 Cleveland. That's not a low-scoring game. That's a middle-scoring game. Uh, thanks for the correction, Kielbasa. I'll get, I'll get my, I'll get my, I'll get my. Uh, I, I know I have permanent. Michi doesn't like to be corrected, <laughs> <laughs> especially coming off the big win. He's like, yeah, who are you to tell me anything at this point? So, Michi, you're taking Cleveland. I'm giving you the ten points, and we're gonna have three pounds of pastrami from this place that I know of up there, and it's gonna be topped with coleslaw and Swiss cheese with yes. a side of kielbasa and kraut yes. and a yes. big bowl of italian wedding soup is there any chance i could have like two three pierogies on the side as well you can have a, an entire appetizer's worth of pierogies that we're going to split while we wait absolutely 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 you like the potato the sauerkraut or the uh i like the, kind of- i like the pierogi combo platter please give me four of each of them <laughs> you got to bet, Mr. Kielbasa. You got to bet. I'm betting. I'm, he- I'm hedging Browns. my bets. Hashtag Cleveland Browns are beating the Ravens. Mayfield outscores Jackson. Nick Chubb outscores Ingram. Kareem Hunt outscores Mr. Ingram. And all America is going to say, wow, where where has this been? And they're going to say, wow, what's the matter with Baltimore? And a little bit of doubt is going to creep in. Because, America, you want one more? Kansas City Chiefs are winning the AFC, not the Baltimore Ravens. Let's get the hell out of Dodge, kid. What do you say about that? All right. Let me see. How many How many more games do we have here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We got eight more games, man. No, we'll be done in ten minutes. Okay. All right. Let's see. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Let's to the start ATL. fresh. Let's say? let's start fresh here. There we go. There we go. Here we go down to Atlanta, where the five and nine Atlanta Falcons are coming off a big win, and they're hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. With the Benzo, it doesn't matter what happens to either of these teams because they're not going anywhere. So you're just watching this for the fun of it. Meh, Michi, meh. 
Julio Jones, is he going to play? Is Hooper driving the boat? Is D.D. Westbrook back from his injury? I don't know. Teams are a mess. The Atlanta Falcons. Can I can I start, Mr. Kabasa? You don't need to ask me if you can start. You just All need right. to ask me if you can finish. Well, I well, I'm not so sure about that. I think you got to buy me some drinks first, there, Taylor. And then the answer's still no. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars are a mess. They're going to fire their coach. They're going to fire Coughlin. They're a wreck. Um, the Atlanta Falcons should dismiss their coach, and I doubt they're going to do so after beating the 49ers last week. Um, Gardner Minshew is your quarterback. You're not starting him for a fantasy football championship. Um, Leonard Fournette, you're thinking he's going to do great things for you. Ungats. Sorry, Leonard. You got 1,000 yards, but you only got three touchdowns. That's not enough fantasy points. It's just not enough fantasy points um and i'm gonna put him in that you know minor bust category i think that uh mr Connolly is a touchdown maker in this game i think i'm not sure the status of chalk i'm not starting him. i'm not starting anyone on jacksonville on the flip side flip on the flip side cooper drives the boat is a touchdown maker and I hope you picked him back up. I hope you didn't suffer too much with him over the last couple of weeks. But you picked him up for this game. Start him. Julio Jones, touchdown maker. Matt Ryan, three touchdowns in this game? Yes or no, Mr. Kilbasa? Mm, yes. All right. And I'm giving a touchdown, believe it or not. I think the Falcons are scoring 30 points. Jacksonville scoring about 18 and uh, Devonta, your man, Freeman, is a touchdown maker. Not I am man. not starting him. I am uh, I am in a pinch. I'm saying Matt Ryan is scoring 27 fantasy points this week, making him a shocker, but a top five fantasy quarterback in week 16. You got him, you start him. You have to start Julio, and if you got Hooper, trust Michi on this one. Put him in the ballgame. Um, I think there'll be no Chick-fil-A. I think the Falcons are going to win this game, and both coaches are gone after this year. That's it. Let's move on. And we still got another another week after this, and there's a lot of teams that would just assume not even play these last two games. I, you know what I'm well, saying? Well, you got no. They're on a schedule. It's super important for happy scouting. It's important for 2020 fantasy football. Let's go. All right, let's go to Tennessee. They ruined the Brown seasons basically in week one with an ass kick, and they're eight and six. They're figuring in the playoff mix. They also figure into the calculus that it would take to get the Browns into the playoffs. I'm pretty sure they have to win one and lose one or something like that. Like that and they're hosting a team they don't want to be playing there's a hosting a team that nobody wants to be playing right now the 11 3 11 and 3 nolan saints ryan Tannehill, 28 fantasy points last weekend people this week he's going to do the same damn thing you got him He's going to be better than a lot of guys. He's going to be better than Drew Brees this week. The Saints on the road are going to be beaten by the Nashville Titans. Screw calling them, Tennessee. Let's call them the Nashville Titans. The Nashville team is going to beat the New Orleans team. 
and put a little monkey wrench in the playoffs in the AFC and put a little monkey wrench in the same season. Going 11-4, and four, they may lose all kinds of home field, home field advantage. Drew Brees, a super fantastic record breaker last week. On the road, outside, not so much. Vinky is a 22-point fantasy scorer. That's right, Kielbasa. Tannehill is going to outscore Brees. Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to outscore Drew Brees. And Matt Ryan is going to outscore Drew Brees. Jameis Winston's going to outscore Drew Brees. And that's the way the fantasy football playoffs go. Alvin Kamara, you drafted him number one. Talk about a guy who can't get it going on. What does he have? Two touchdowns this year. One receiving, one rushing. That's one fewer than Leonard Fournette. It's a lot of draft capital not to be scoring touchdowns. I um I know everyone's so happy about New Orleans and putting up a boatload of points. You got Michael Thomas, you must start him. If you got Alvin Kamara, you better think twice and listen to the rest of this program. Again, Tannehill is going to be the better player. Take another flyer on him. Derrick Henry, touchdown maker. I'm sorry. He's a touchdown maker. And A.J. Brown, if you've been listening to this program and you want to pay attention, he's already on your team and a big contributor. A.J. Brown is a guy on your happy scouting list for your 2020 draft. America, the Saints are not going to win this game. The Titans are going to win this game. And that's what I got. Derrick Henry, Tannehill, and uh, A.J. Brown, and of course... um, of course, Michael Thomas are your must-starts. Other than that, I have no other fantasy love and no other reason to be in Tennessee. Next question. <clears throat> Neither do I. Let's go out to Los Angeles where the everybody's five, everybody's five and nine or six and eight. It's like we're playing craps or something. We're shooting craps over here. <laughs> Put some big money down on the Chargers because they're hosting the six and eight Oakland Raiders. They've already played their last game in Oakland. Oh, they're going to finish yeah, out on the road, this- Michi. Well, let's say it nicely, Mr. Kilbasa. They played their last home game in Oakland. As we all know, it is going to be a home game for Raider fans in Los Angeles. And the Chargers are toast. Last week, if you had Melvin Gordon, as Mr. Kilbasa did, you're toast. If you had Austin Eckler, you're toast. I've been telling you all year that old man Rivers is done. He's He's awful. And um, Mike Williams finally scored a touchdown. He finally scored his second touchdown. I'm not sure. Tr- I am not trusting a single player normally against the Oakland Raiders. However, these are the Oakland Raiders. And if you got Melvin Gordon, start him. You got Eckler, start him. You got Mike Williams, put him in the ball game. Philip Rivers. I can't believe I'm about to say this, America. No. Philip Rivers is going to be a 27-point no. fantasy football score against the low and lowly Oakland Raider defense. Philip Rivers is going to have his renaissance game, and it's going to be incredible. Melvin Gordon, touchdown. Melvin Gordon, 15 fantasy points. Put him in your lineup. Um, again, Philip Rivers is going to have more points than a lot of other quarterbacks. The word on the street is Derek Carr is not going to survive going to Las Vegas. People, believe it or not. But in fantasy football relevance, Mr. Jacobs, the top rusher, the top rookie of the year, in my opinion, is out. O-U-T. 
out. And if you're like Michi and you need him in your starting lineup, what are you going to do? Mr. Kibasa, I already picked up Mr. Washington as backup. Already picked him up. Already got him on my team. The man's name is DeAndre Washington. And he's playing against a, in a, a not-so-nice, not-so-great San Diego Charger defense. Does Mr. Washington pick up the slack and score a touchdown with double-digit rushing and receiving yards in this ballgame? Yes or no? Hell no. So he's not even a replacement for the great Mr. Jacobs. Therefore, in fourth width, the Chargers are going to kick Oakland's ass, much like the way the Jets kicked Oakland's ass about a month ago. If you got Darren Waller, I would start him because he's the best pass catcher on that team. Um, and I wouldn't be at all surprised to see Derek Carr not finish this game. It's going to be embarrassing for Chucky. And the Chargers may have had a shitty season, but they're going to win this game convincingly. What do you think about that? I don't think you can trust anybody anymore, man. I don't know. Darren Waller, you can right. trust him because he likes catching touchdown passes. Well, he, t- he catches everything. He's, he's like a wide receiver out there. And fantasy-wise, it's totally worthwhile. Melvin Gordon is worthwhile. No one's going to start Phillip Rivers, but for the sake of argument, I gave you all that love. Let's uh, let's go up uh, to snowy Denver and see what Detroit's doing. What do you say, Mr. Kabasa? Let's go to Mile High. Wish you were here, Veggie Butcher, but you've got things to do. That's too bad because Denver's going to be beating the crap out of the hapless Detroit three ten and one Lions four oh five on a Sunday. Oh, geez. David Blug against Drew Locke. Rookie on rookie. One, one rookie. syllable name dudes. That's David Blug nice. and Drew Locke. That's pretty nice. Noah Fant. He's, no, you ain't. The, uh, the idea that Noah Fant is going to be a fantasy football stud in your championship game is not going to happen. Philip Lindsay is a double-digit 16-point fantasy score. Shock the world, people. Get your crayons out. Mark it down. Portland Sutton is a touchdown maker. And I wouldn't be, I don't know the name of the alternate wide receivers there, but Sutton is a touchdown maker. Kenny Galladay, if you started that 10-touchdown maker through the season in your fantasy playoffs, you got next to nothing. And it all has to do with the quarterback, all has to do with the offensive line, all has to do with the structure of the team known as the Detroit Lions. Three Steak and, Sandwich and City. One. And, you know, we can go to the dispensary in Denver and just, just have a great time at this game as long as we dress nice. Just don't expect a good football game. As a streaming defense, the Denver Broncos are the option this week. They are a touchdown maker. They're going to recover a fumble and bring it back to the end zone. And my opponent this week, Mr. Kibasa, a very bright young man we call Tamper, picked up the Denver Bronco defense. And if I am going to lose my championship game, I am going to lose it if the Denver Broncos not just get that fumble return for touchdown, but they get a punt return for touchdown. And Denver is a top two defensive team in fantasy football. And even though I'm playing against them, 
I'm telling America, pick up the Broncos' defense and win yourself a championship. Go for it. And Philip Lindsay, I trust. I trust Mr. Sutton to be a touchdown maker. I think Denver's going to tear a new load of pain into the Detroit Lions 2019 season. Now, let's go to the dispensary and get the heck out of Denver. Okay, Mishy. Let's go way up to the one of the best teams in America, the 11-3 Seattle Seahawks. Hosting the red hot Arizona Cardinals coming off a big win. <laughs> Four nine and one. Oh. Kenyon Drake, highest scoring ever. If you put him on your team last week, it got you into the finals. That was the sure. move, move of the move of the year if you did that last week. We have uh, we have a man in our league, uh, we call him Team Hex. Had Kenyon Drake in his lineup all week long and pulled him just before game time. Lost his game by 12 points, 8 points, whatever the case is. Kenyon Drake would have drove him to the top. And um, that, in fantasy football, it's called overthinking. It happens to everyone, and that's just the way it is. Last week, America, I said, I'm benching Russell Wilson in favor of Ryan Tannehill. Russell Wilson had 22 fantasy points. Not bad, it's over 20. At 22 fantasy points, but the guy you picked up had more. This week, Russell Wilson is a 30-plus fantasy football point quarterback. Russell Wilson will be a top two fantasy quarterback. And Russell Wilson, quite frankly, is going to drive Michigan to the DSL Fate Championship. And that's just the way it is. Um, Chris Carson is on my club as well. Chris Carson, 17-plus points this week. One touchdown, 100 yards. Mark it down. The Seattle defense is your pickup. They're going to, oh, my goodness, they're going to sack Mr. Murray seven times. Probably intercept the ball. And, again, I can see Seattle finding their way to a defensive touchdown. That's three this week. Defenses that are going to score touchdowns, thus making them completely fantasy relevant. Especially adding the sacks they're going to get. Seattle, a top four defense this week. Seahawks are going to um, make the Arizona Cardinals wish they never went to the Northwest. I don't know the point spread on this. Kenyon Drake, great game last week. Don't count on it this week, people. He's going to break your heart. Um, Cardinals may score 13 points in this game. The field goal kicker will be their most prominent guy. Trust Russell Wilson. Trust Chris Carson. And I would like to say you trust in Tyler Lockett, but uh, Mr. Metcalf is a touchdown maker this week. I picked him up for a reason. Put Mr. Metcalf in the lineup as a dominant defense, uh, excuse me, a dominant wide receiver in this game. And I can see the Seahawks scoring 32 plus points. Seattle barely gets to 13. Seattle is a team of destiny. They're going to win the West. They're going to host every round of the NFC playoffs. In cold, rainy Seattle, and they're going to be going crazy. And then, believe it or not, when we talk about the Cowboys, I'm going to tell you Dallas is going to beat Seattle to go to the Super Bowl to play the Kansas City Chiefs, America. You heard it here first. Let's move on, Mr. Kibasa. Did I just hear you say... The Dallas Cowboys are going to win the NFC. 
yes, they are. Wow. All right, let's go to Philadelphia where you're holding four sevens, and let's hope your opponents are holding a little less than that. Because Mishy's holding something if he thinks the Dallas Cowboys are going to win the NFC. But, hey, they're playing at Philadelphia this week. Philadelphia thinks they want to skate their way into the playoffs. They know they got to win two games. Dallas, I don't think they care. I don't think they care anymore, man. The, uh, the pride of a professional athlete. As, as we speak right now, Mr. Kilbasa, Dak Prescott has a shoulder and a finger problem, can't even lift his arm. He is going to go up to Philadelphia this weekend. It's going to be cold. Dak Prescott is going to play a game that says, I want a contract. Dak Prescott is going to say, I am playing for Ezekiel Elliott. I am playing for Jason Witt, and I am playing for my defense. I am playing for my offensive line. Dak Prescott this weekend is... 20, north of 27 fantasy points with Another no shoulder three and he's going to be fine by game time he's going to be fine ezekiel elliott you got him you gotta start him philadelphia can do some things against the uh running back however mr elliott's going to show that he's the man he's the man that invented the hula hoop ezekiel elliott 100 plus rushing yards 50-plus receiving yards, multiple touchdowns, easily a top three fantasy running back. You know it. You already have him on your team. And if you do have him on your team, feel real good about Ezekiel Elliott. Um, again, Amari Cooper is a touchdown. Amari Cooper could be the best player on the field in terms of torching the Philadelphia Eagles. And Dak Prescott's going to find him for two touchdowns. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Carson Wentz is going to be intercepted twice, going to be sub-20 fantasy points. Miles Sanders had a breakout game last week. Miles Sanders, I really hope you have a breakout game this week, and you should be a touchdown maker. You should be 80 yards rushing and 50 yards receiving, but you are not Ezekiel Elliott. I would consider starting standard uh, Miles Sanders and looking for double-digit points. Other than that, Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard each are going to catch 50 yards worth of receptions. One of those two are going to get in the end zone, Mr. Kilbasa. Which one is it going to be? Is it going to be Zach Ertz or Mr. Dallas Goddard? Dallas scoring a touchdown against Dallas or Zach Ertz scoring a touchdown against Dallas? Dallas got to be scoring touchdowns against Dallas. That's what I'm talking about, a little serendipity there. Cowboys are going to win this game 27-17, to 17, and it's not going to be that close. And it's not going to be that close. The apparition that was, uh, you know, the early part of the Cowboy year, I'm telling you what, that's going to go the way of the Buffalo, and the Cowboys are going to start playing some good football to close the year. It's going to go to the ass end of Lake Erie? Is that what you're telling me? It's going the way of the Buffalo? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, why not? Buffalo's going to win in the Cowboys. Here's your parlay this week, America. The Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills. No question. That's a nice parlay right there. Parlez-vous, Francais. Oh, man, you know what I mean? And the Cowboys are about to play some good football. Mark it down and jump on jump on Pratt and Dak Prescott as, you, as a fantasy stud to carry you to the championship. 
definitely a quality move. He's going to score 13, 14, 15 more points than Tom Brady. He's going to score a half a dozen points more than Drew Brees. Oh, please. Let's move on. Where are we going next? Let's go to the Sunday Night Classic and the Windy City of Chicago where they don't know what to, if they like everybody or if they hate them. They don't know if it's going to be a blizzard or a rainstorm. They don't know how many pork chops they're going to eat this weekend, guys, because Mitchell Trubisky's hot and cold and cold and cold and hot and cold. But it's not going to matter because the 10-4 and 4 stomping AFC champion, according to Michi, Kansas oh, yeah. City Chieftains coming in to the Windy City to chase your women and drink your beer. <laughs> That's what happened when we go to Chicago, people. Just so everyone knows where we're standing here. That is exactly what happens when Kibasa and I go into town. You know what else what happens when we go to drink their beer and meet their women in Chicago? What's that? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Get it on, baby. Gong, baby. <laughs> Yes, sir. Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Kansas City Chiefs might not lose again this year, and Patrick Mahomes, for as much as Lamar Jackson is doing, Patrick Mahomes is so good it's not funny. The problem with Kansas City is who are their running backs and what's going to happen. Thusly, fantasy football wise, Patrick Mahomes plus 27 fantasy points. Book it. Book it. Book it. Book it. Um, the rushing attack, I don't know. Shady McCoy, Shady McCoy, don't know. Um, don't like anything in that running game. I wish I did. Tariq Hill had a great game last week. Expect another touchdown and probably a buck 20. I have him on my team, and I'm, I am hoping that uh, his production helps really carry me. Carry me like I know he can. Travis Kelsey, touchdown maker this week. Um, your man, Mr. Hardman, touchdown maker this week. The the Kansas City Chiefs are going to score north of 33 points. And the Chicago Bears, um, David Montgomery, you had him in your starting lineup last week. You saw Tariq Cohen out-touch him almost 2-1. to one. When the Kansas City Chiefs are ahead and like they're going to be, David General Montgomery is a non-factor in fantasy football. Put him on your bench. I know the like if you're like me, you like the rookie running backs. The kid in Oakland is out. You would almost want to put Montgomery in to say, "Hey, Kansas City can't stop a cold." Well, don't do it, America. Don't just love me later or curse. Nah, bullshit. You're gonna love me later for this advice. Period. Allen Robinson, fantasy starter. You betcha. Uh, Mr. Miller has been kind of getting some of the love there, but Allen Robinson can do some damage against the Chiefs. He is the one guy that I would trust on the Chicago Bears offense. Mitchell Mitchell Trubisky, eh, eh, might throw for 250 yards, will only throw for one touchdown. I could see him running for one touchdown. That brings him to about 20 fantasy points, but if you got the guts to start Trubisky, there's something wrong with you. Take Mahomes, take Tariq Hill. Take the tight end and America take the Kansas City Chiefs defense as a as a top three fantasy defense and as a touchdown maker in week 16 and a team that could help you catapult you 
to your fantasy football championship. The Chiefs are going to thoroughly dominate and embarrass the Chicago Bears on Sunday Night Football. Mr. Kabasa, what do you think about that? I think you're right, Michi. <laughs> it's going to be one of those games where you're just going to, you know, for the joy of Patrick Mahomes and uh, execution on an offense, you're going to watch this game and you're not going to feel bad for the Chicago Bears whatsoever. They got everything they deserve. They got a coach. There's another team there with with a head coach who was a better offensive coordinator than he will ever be as a head coach. And that's part of the problem in the National Football League. But I don't want to rip these guys right about now. I want to go to the last game that's going to help decide. The last game of the year in fantasy football ferocity, everybody. Yeah. No. Four months, man. We worked it. Let's let's man. finish. Let's, let's finish strong finish. on a Monday night. It's all about finishing, Kielbasa. It, it, you start something, finish. Don't give me none of this. Oh, I'm in nine leagues. What are you? What's where are you standing in those leagues? I don't know. I don't want to hear it. I want you to finish. I want you to be engaged. I want you to enjoy it, people. Let's get, let's get up, let's get up, let's get up, get down and move over to Minnesota. What do you Maybe think? the best Monday nighter of the year and one of the last, is it the last Monday nighter of the year too? I don't think they do Monday nights on the last week. Um, I, um, the 10 and 4 know. Minnesota Vikings are hosting the vaunted and hated 11 and 3 Green Bay Packers. All sorts of NFC North ramifications, ramifications on the line here. Are the Minnesota Vikings for real? What are they going to do without their main man? What are they going to do without the dude who ooh, got hurt last week? My captain. Oh, my captain. See you next year. I'm keeping you anyway. Dalvin Cook. Yeah. What are they going to do? Minnesota Vikings are beating the Packers this weekend. In Kirk Green. Cousins. No, and in Minnesota. Okay. Okay. Minnesota Doesn't matter what home. the weather is. Minnesota at home is a whole different breed of football team. And I think that the Vikings are rough and tumble enough to um, poke enough holes in the Packers. I think they're rough and tumble enough at home to contain Aaron Jones enough to win this ballgame. Even with Delvin Cook not playing, that might suppress the score a little bit. It might change some dynamics. But I believe Minnesota... Kirk Cousins is is going to throw two or three touchdowns. I don't know. Which one is it going to be, Mr. Kilbasa? How many touchdowns for Kirk Cousins this weekend in the championship round? Two. All right. All right. I'm going to just make a crayon little marking here. Aaron Rodgers for uh, the 11-3 Packers. How many touchdowns for Aaron Rodgers? In his big, big ball game. Well, seeing since he only had one last week, I'm going to say always gets one. I'm going to say two. He's going to get two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, a guy named Boone was is a brash name, and he's available in all leagues. Had a great game against uh, whoever they played last week. It doesn't matter. They crushed him. They didn't miss Cook all too much. You missed Elvin Cook, and that's one of the unfortunate things when a guy gets hurt and he's in your you know, fantasy roster is just nothing you can do about it. Um, I would not, I would not recommend picking up the running back that had the hot week last week in Minnesota for the case of the unknown. I just don't know. Stefan Diggs has been in the dark 
Um, Adam Thielen's coming back. Do you got the guts to trust Adam Thielen allegedly healthy in your fantasy football championship? Uh, he didn't do anything no, for me last up. week. I, I put him in in my other league, and he got two points. Do you trust him in this week? Do you trust him to be Adam Thielen in this game? Mm, I don't. The great know. Adam. He Thielen. wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't Adam Thielen last week. He's going to be half of an Adam Thielen this week. All right. I All think right. I think a good rule is to never, I mean, almost never start a dude coming off an injury that first week. If they've been off an injury for more than like two weeks, they always need one game to get back in the rhythm. Mr. Kielbasa, I'm going to add that. To, I'm going to say yes, but for for instance, Mr. Hooper, Hooper drives the boat in Atlanta. I want. I saw in my championship week that he'll be back. This will be his third game back. And he should, and I believe, have, be back up to speed. And I agree with you about that first game back. And I'm going to call it for a second game back. Thielen will get you five, seven points. He may even sneak in a touchdown. But Stefan Diggs has burnt you a lot. He's a thousand-yard receiver, but only five touchdowns. I think that I would start Stefan Diggs, and I would start Kyle Rudolph in this game. I think Kyle Rudolph might be a tight end that can get you over the hump. I really believe that. Aaron Rodgers, I ripped him. I ripped him, and I was right last week. This week, Aaron Rodgers is going to have a better game. Two touchdowns, 275 yards. Touchdown passes, yes, to Devontae Adams, but it's not going to be pretty. And your man, Alan Lazard, is going to catch a touchdown. That's for the gamblers out there. That's not for fantasy football. Aaron Jones has been a touchdown machine. For, the, for your fantasy football team. Have complete confidence starting him. And that would be, you know, the surprise, again, that I'm saying here, Mr. Kilbasa, is that Aaron Rodgers is going to score 22 fantasy points. And you got to ask yourself, is that enough? Because Kirk Cousins is going to score 24, 25 fantasy points. And it might only take one or two points to uh, make a difference. That leads me to a subject, Mr. Kovasa. Can I say something real fast? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. We spoke last week about tiebreakers. If your league allows multiple quarterbacks on your bench, load up on your quarterbacks after you have your starters and get as many bench points as humanly possible. Because if the bench points decide tiebreakers, you want a couple of 25-point quarterbacks on your team. Just a little bit of fantasy football strategy there, Mr. Gilbasa. Just a little bit of fantasy Pretty much, football I, I would like strategy. to see the percentage of Aaron Rodgers in the finals. Because if you had Aaron Rodgers last week, I guarantee you lost your game. Oh, yeah. Hit that baseline hard. Um, you know, you're playing... You know, teams are still playing, and we like to focus on the championship game and all that fun stuff. But like a minute ago, we said you got to finish. So, like for you, in case of your case, Mr. Cabasa, I understand the darkness. I understand why they call it the Blues. I understand fantasy football rehab, um, all those things. But by the time Saturday comes, you got to finish your season, and you got to do the best you can. That's all, and that's the fun of it. And if you cannot, you're playing in too many fantasy football leagues, people. That's what I think about that, Mr. Cabasa. Seriously, you you don't need more than two unless you're making money off of it. Well, you know, that's probably right. You are in two leagues. Um, That was more than Most everyone I know is in two leagues. Um, You're going to love me saying this, America. Mr. Cabasa is going to love it even more. 
Michy's a purist. He can only play in one league. His and what and you you're don't gonna know it. is you're that, gonna win it. And I'm you know because I keep I keep my focus. I try to, and more to it. I, I have more fun than I have. I just have a lot of fun playing fantasy football and, and talking um, about it to, and writing about it. And you know, and thinking about Mr. it. And thanks to Mr. Kilbasa, Mr. Monkey, and uh, Mr. Toad, and Mr. Hex, who are fantastic fantasy football players. I've gotten better at playing fantasy football, and thus we share the love, the knowledge, and you know all the good things that we can bring, like this particular gong. <laughs> the gong of triumph. And I appreciate the time. I hope everyone's enjoyed it. And uh, keep them cards and letters coming. We'll be back for more in 2020. We might have to have like a five-minute like scream fest if I win my third championship where I can just be, you know, Rowdy Roddy Piper meets NWO uh, meets NWA and just get completely crazy about the whole thing as Michi gets his chance. Will you allow that? Of course I'll allow that, Michi. Thank you for giving us a season's worth of the best fantasy football advice in America. It's been great having you here, and it's it was uh, an honor to lose to you. That's, I guess that's how it probably should have been after all we've been through over these 16 weeks, and we know, Michi, you're not going anywhere. You'll be back in the Sausage Hut really soon to talk about other things besides fantasy football, maybe just football, maybe, hey, maybe Monarch Butterflies or maybe something like that, brother. I'd like to remind everybody that uh, all the music you heard was original. If it was, if I was playing it, it was something I made, and if it was the bass you were hearing, that was me laying it down thick and juicy and buttery. Buttery. So, Michi, all right, buddy. Yes, sir. I, get, I thank everybody. Um, you know, it's 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 it, they'll play football next year, and we'll play fantasy football next year. Enjoy the games. Enjoy the pro game. Happy scouting. Happy bleeping scouting. Get better at this. It's more fun to win than it is to lose. Thank you, Mr. Kibasa. We'll see you next year on the Fantasy Football Ferocity, but we'll see you real soon in the Sausage Hut, baby. Champion again. And take care of my business. I have my crayons out. I'm ready to go.